Lindsey Brown and Paul Eihander, the Playmakers. First couple games are always hard, too. The body has to get back into it, so you get some stuff that comes up, makes you a little bit sore, and then you get a five-day break. It's a little bit strange in terms of kind of getting into a rhythm, but um, those almost felt like preseason games because you've had such a big break. It's typically what happens, but I think it gave us a chance to uh, rest up the guys that we have and uh, get some good practice underneath us. Exclusively on 1140 The Bet. Petro ahead of a reunion with his old mates, the St. Louis Blues. A one season removed, obviously. We've all moved on from that at this point, right? Have, have we? I think so. Have we? Do we still call him Petro? Because every time every everybody refers to him as Petrangelo now. Like I, I rarely, like Petro better. It's quicker. Yeah, I rarely hear the nickname, even on the national TV when they call when they call him Nicholas Waugh. Yes. If <laughs> uh, if I'm asking Petro to cut out unnecessary stick handles from his game. I can cut out unnecessarily syllables and consonants from mine. Hey, lots of vowels. Yes. Lots of those things. Can't buy those all Vegas, the time. Vegas Golden Knights back at home. Uh, well, they've been home for several days, but they finally get to take to the ice in a counting game five days after their drubbing at the hands of the Los Angeles Kings. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the home cooking can do them some good. However, the home cooking will come out with a lot of, uh, will come without Many ingredients key to this uh, Vegas Golden Knights recipe. Correct. With Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty out for the foreseeable future, tonight's lineup will include uh, Dodonoff being centered by Stevenson and then Nick Waugh, who's back in the lineup. Uh, Marshall Carlson and Smith, we know that combination. Krebs, Patrick, Kolasar, Carrier, Lushushin, Howden. Uh, Obviously, there's a few names in there that have been recently infused back into the lineup this week. Very happy that they are all full go for game speed. And then our normal kind of D pairs, Martinez, Petrangelo, McNabb, Theodore, and Nick Hag and Zach Whiteclaw. Leonard will be in net. Felt like a really strange start to the season, obviously, with the with the opening night, you know, being part of the opening night doubleheader, then playing a game and then having to sit around for a while. Yeah. It, it, Petro's right in terms of rest, but and soreness. I'm feeling the soreness for different reasons, but it's that time of year when you're just starting to get back in everything and your muscles aren't quite used to the taxation that you're asking them, at least at game speed. And so in a way, it's nice to kind of give the lactic acid a few days to to dissipate on its own. But at the same time, everybody else is moving and you're not. So I'd be anxious and raring to go. St. Louis comes rolling in here with something to prove. Yeah, well, the Golden Knights were all over them last year. They were 6-1-1. One, and one. Uh, That first game was really the only game that they had won last season. Uh, and they were going through a lot of transition. As you mentioned, it's Petro's second year removed from them. Corey, or Corey Krug. Tori Krug is now has one year under his belt. Uh, Justin Falk, another year under his belt at uh, in the defensive core there. And then you have your your typical Ryan O'Reilly, who usually uh, lights this up and, and does so in that second period. Jordan Carew has uh, six points in the first couple of games here, and he's a name that's been an up-and-coming talent for their roster, and they're just looking for consistency from the kid. You put him on the line with... Uh, with uh, Braden Shen and uh, James Neal tonight. Lots of lots of experience between those two. Lots of Stanley Cup experience between those two. And so it, it's a lineup that doesn't exactly scare you to death in terms of scoring. But if you give them power play opportunities and you see David Perron set up on the goal line for that really weird power play setup they do, where he just rips it uh, on, on that weird angle, that's especially a tough save and just set up for Robin Leonard to really negate if we find ourselves on the kill a lot tonight. Yeah, hopefully the Blues just don't bore us to death. There has been a phrase that has been echoing uh, throughout the the greater Vegas area when it comes to the fan base and that who is going to step up 
in the in the wake of Mark Stone, who does not need surgery, by the way. We learned that. Thank but God. with no Pacioretty and no Mark Stone, the the cliches have come out. Stepping up, stepping up. So who Next really up. who really does need to step up for the Golden Knights tonight? Well, I mean, I would hope to see that uh, a better game from the from the misfit line, just considering how poorly they played the other night in L.A. And they're the only line combination that has some semblance of yesteryear to it. And that's they, they've always been the most consistent presence in this lineup. So you need them to be the they can't make mistakes, certainly, at least to the degree that to the degree they did the other night. And that's the bare minimum ask. You need them to produce because when it comes to the rest of that lineup, I don't really know what that Stevenson, Dodonoff, Roy or Wall line is going to bring. Dodonoff and Stevenson are obviously both very speedy. Dodonoff, I haven't seen enough of. He seems like a guy that doesn't necessarily shy away from pressure. He's a little bit smaller of a guy, but he doesn't seem like a full-blown creator mode. And Wa, I mean, he's bull in China shop, but sometimes he's straight up out to lunch. And that's a huge problem if that's going to be the second line that you're running out there. You're going to be going out against their second best talented line. And usually that comes with a few more pieces that no offense are more talented, more experienced, more seasoned than, than Nick Waugh. And so that's where you have, if Marshy Carlson and Smith are finding that offense, then that defensive shutdown line is going to have to come uh, at that second slot because third and fourth line will be all right. You haven't been shy about being critical of Chandler Stevenson to start this season. No, he hasn't played well. And How does he play well with this line? Does he put a little more pressure on himself to try to get these guys involved? Well, it depends. It depends on what they're asking him to do, because in a way, he's probably the most or at least the least responsible center amongst in the, just in the league. And I don't say that because he's like he's incapable or that he's bad. But when you have Max Pacioretty and Mark Stone as your wingers, you don't have to take care of nearly as many duties as you normally would as a center, which is technically your third defenseman. And you're expected to create offense and play defense. And Chandler, we know, can play offense. We know he's so good at collecting that stretch pass through the neutral zone. But defensively, the guy's a liability. And so he needs to be a leader tonight. He needs to usher in Dodonov, who's still getting used to this system, still getting used to these line combinations. He's Everybody else besides the misfit line and the defensemen are dealing with people that they haven't really spent that much time playing with. And Nick Waz re-entering stream while everybody else has two games under their belt. Not as big of an ask, but just in terms of, as I was highlighting earlier, of what he brings to this team in terms of his skill set. It's going to be a very large responsibility just meal for Stevenson to swallow tonight because you're just asking him to do a lot of what he's not normally asked to do. Blues come in with two wins, so they opened up with two victories. Yes. Not not easy ones, but certainly not uh, not ones on the more difficult side as well. And they can, you know, give themselves a little bit of a mental edge, you know, over this team because they do roll in here healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, they do come in here and they know that the Knights have some work to do. So absolutely, speak. absolutely. And they're not in our division, so there's not that that urgency per se. But everybody's trying to get off to a good start to the season because as we were highlighting, maybe it was last week or the week before, the Olympic break that pretty much swallows up all of February, you want to bank as many points away as possible because you're just not sure of what everybody's going to look like when you re uh, come back together right. after that fact. And so you have to, it's almost like a splitting of two seasons. And we've dealt with that the last couple of years, all, all those interruptions. But we, we never really do that well there are going to be teams that fall by that wayside and so they're hoping to get probably one of their best road starts uh ever going they've won their first two on the road this would be three in a row i don't think they've they've done ever uh if if not they got pretty close last year because they spent a lot of time on the road for the majority of their beginning part of the season 
But man, Jordan Bennington has a ton to prove as a guy who signed an extension midseason last year, still riding on the fumes uh, uh, quite a bit from that Stanley Cup victory. But in terms of looking for the consistency, can he can he string together a full 60 minutes where there aren't periods where he's getting completely disheveled when people have presence in front of his crease, which the Golden Knights need to do tonight because they do a really good job of buzzing him early, but then he settles in and steals the game back. And that's, he's the real key to this, to this matchup in general, because while the Golden Knights are definitely injured, they certainly, I think, bring a lot more fire to that offensive zone. If they're able to spend the majority of their time down there and get in his kitchen. And so it'll be a big game for him and a a big test because I'm they had Arizona. I don't know who they played first, but clearly this is the best team that they've played so far this season. Watermark. Right. We see what they can do, certainly. And hopefully for the Knights that they have a short memory, so to speak. Although, Mm -hmm. again, it's going to be unavoidable to to not notice. I, I, I don't know how to call it, Lindsay, whether or not the Knights will be a little bit a little bit less, a little bit more workmanlike tonight. We need more that. than anything we else. We need that. We need that. We need that from them because that, that's one of the, my thoughts for for VGK success tonight is to generate energy the old fashioned way. We we rely so much on their scoring ability and, and just rushing opportunities, but they need to have good breakouts. They need to have a relentless forward check where they trap the Blues in their own zone. They need to earn it with their legs and force St. Louis to meet their level of energy rather than it being the other way around. Finishing checks, clean dump ins, those pucks deep, all those little things. Doing the little things right helps. Helps you build your confidence in game that will allow maybe uh, Olushushin to take an offensive chance that he wouldn't have if he hadn't been putting in the work the entire game. And so this team has to figure out what it looks like without those two big names that are missing. And if th- this identity happens to be the workman like the blue collar, we're going to get our lunch pail and go forward check and make sure we're all back checking. We're picking up the right people. We're not leaving the weak side slot open in our defensive zone. We're taking the body. We're taking good gaps and we're not giving up, you know, two, three minute bursts in the second period. That's the identity that this team needs to have because that's the foundation. And then our icing pieces, they can keep icing up their parts until they're ready to be a part of ours. Let's get in the head of Robin Leonard a little bit. Okay. After a couple of games here again, it's just two, but two, he hasn't played super well. Correct. They so left him out to dry last game. Mostly truth. Yeah. He didn't get a lot of help no. and certainly played just fine in the opener. So how does he get on court at this point? I mean, and we always talk about getting the early chances and getting some easy saves under your belt, but there has mm-hmm. to be something more to that because he's a much different goalie, and we don't have to talk about Marc-Andre Fleury because he's no longer here. No. But Robin Leonard is clearly a much different, you know, a, a man between the pipes than, than you know, we've seen here in Las Vegas. So how does, beyond just the simple things, how does he get uncorked and just kind of really settle into this one? Well, for me, with him, I, I need to see him play most of his angles correct. And and he was doing that for the most part in that first game of that short side goal he gave up that he talked about where he has to have that. That has plagued him in the past and usually early on in games and contests. And this team historically doesn't start very well. And so if the team's not going to start very well, someone has to. I was talking to my dad on the phone today and one of my little cousins, he's going through hockey tryouts right now and it's drawn out because it's Minnesota hockey it's nuts and he's a goaltender because apparently it runs in our family (laughs) and and how important it is in terms of placing an emphasis on it from a young age on those on on kids because he's one of those goalies that gets scored on really early and it puts his team in a hole and you can't have that we kind of mindset as a goaltender you're part of the team but you're kind of your own teammate because you're supposed to clean up for everybody else's bs and mess and so 
I'd, I'd ask that of Leonard similarly and, and not to just do that through the first period to take that into every rush to take that into every kind of reset in the game goalie is the ultimate challenge and compartmentalization and groundedness because you have to be in the moment you have to be next save next save but if things start to get a little bit wonky in that defensive zone if his D do leave him out to dry I can't see him turtle shelling on his butt all the way around and getting way too outside of his crease and over sliding he just needs to do less moving less chasing less and the game will come to him that's what he needs to do national tv we'll get to see it on tnt tonight so imagine just like last week we'll probably instead of a seven o'clock puck drop probably be about seven twenty yeah seven twenty five we won't have the crack and descending from the deeps of the of the ice we'll have you know musical notes flying through the air like right. <laughs> i don't even know I'll be dropping pianos throwing stars right <laughs> exactly dropping pianos brilliant <laughs> yeah that'd be, that'd be pretty good so yeah it's it's a big test and uh i'm glad that we're getting back into it because it's been it seems like two weeks since we've played coming up next what in the world is ben simmons thinking